Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's Maria's Mutts and Stuff. What a great idea! On iHeartRadio. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Maria's Mutts and Stuff. It's Maria Melito, and I'm thrilled to have someone who I could say is a friend of mine, Lauren Dar. Who, Lauren, correct me if I if I'm mistaken, but we met many many years ago, and I believe it was an awards thing, and we met as as pug lovers. Is that correct? Yes, um, I believe it was with the Alliance for Women in Media. Okay, and it was, uh, it was probably the Gracies in New York City. Right. I mean, this is at least a decade ago. I think it has to be because well, my yeah. yeah yeah no it has to be because I'm thinking like my pug's been gone uh, like twelve years. So yeah, so it was a long time ago. How cool! So we've been friends a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Well. well been that many years, though. <laughs> it is. I know. Me too. I was just thinking about it before I called you, so that's why I was like, wait, it's been a long time. But anyway, I have to say and start off with congratulations because you are a woman of influence in the pet age. You've been you've been oh. given that honor, which is really cool. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So let's talk about that. So how did you become a woman of influence in the pet age? Like, what does that exactly mean, If it, if there's a meaning to it? Um, (laughs) that's a good question um i guess because you know i have the the publishing imprint left fall press and Uh then several years ago i started the pet fashion guild um uh which is its new name it started out as international association of pet fashion professionals which is a real big mouthful Uh um but um I've had some books that have come out related to the pet industry and like the pet fashion patterns, which you were nice enough to review for me. Oh, thank you. And I'm assuming because of those things all added up together, they decided I was somebody influential. (laughs) And you are. No, you are. Because I also have the Pet Fashion Almanac back from 2014 that you did. Um, and also the pa- the pet fashion industry patterns. And I have to say, I, I just think it- it's just such a cre- – everything about this book um, just – and I really want my listeners to pick it up because it- just the way it's laid out, the colors, the drawings, the little facts. Like I love the fact that, you know, you just flip through and, hey, there's the Eiffel Tower. And then one fashion tidbit out of Paris is that Napoleon had buttons put on jacket sleeves because he didn't want to see soldiers wiping their noses on their sleeves. And meantime, there were dogs there with like hoodies on. And it's just it's adorable. Like it's very this book is I I don't know. I just think it's very creative and adorable. Um, But I know, you know, you know that you have to know that. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. It it took a lot, you know, it took me a number of years to put everything together. It was probably at least, you know, five or six years. I, you know, see something that I thought was kind of a trend in the the pet fashion realm. And I just kind of make a note and then I throw it into a file folder. And then I found 
many years later, I thought, wow, this is getting a little bit thick. I probably ought to do something with this. Right. And so I decided to put it in a book. And then the book took several different forms. Um, I went to the drawing board more than once because I, I'm sure you as a creative person, sometimes you do things and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to tear this up and, you know. And start again. It's all totally yeah. different. Uh -huh. Yeah, of course. So I went through a couple iterations of, of that over a couple years period of time and finally came to what it is, which I felt like, okay, this is something that could be of interest because it, it could be kind of a table book that people could go, oh, this is very interesting and, and you know, just look through it and find fun facts and things like that, like you talked about. But it's also something that I felt could be educational for people that wanted to break into the realm of pet fashion and create a pet fashion line right. because it's an idea of what trends overall could be. Right, right. And let's talk about what exactly, I mean, can pet, is there like one specific definition of what pet fashion is? I mean, because people think pet fashion is putting a, a coat on your poodle, but that's not what it is. Right. I, for me, pet fashion is, is encompassing of all animals. It's not just um, just the dog. Right. And I think that most people automatically in their heads go to dogs, but... right. Um, as you know, even from in seeing pet fashion shows and things like that, there are chickens and um, lizards. That's true. And pigs. That's right. That's true. And rats. I, I mean, I remember David Letterman had a friend of mine, Ada Nieves, and she made little costumes for rats. And this was many years ago on, mm -hmm. on Letterman's show. And it was the funniest thing because it was like, it was just typical of a New York City, slice of New York City of really rats in costumes. <laughs> but it worked, you know. <laughs> They're animals. <laughs> exactly. So I, for me, the definition is, is broader than, you know, just stopped in on a runway. But it, and now it's also it's beyond just kind of the fashion glam and glitz part of it. I really look a lot to the things that are very practical. Mm -hmm. And I think pet fashion has evolved from that, um, you know, that sparkly, um, let's get a real quick social media hit kind of thing. To there are really smart people out there that are coming up with really very practical, fashionable items for their pets. So, right. like you live in New York City, whether it's um, stylish furniture that could also could function as a table, but also it's it's got a dog bed in it and That's things right. like that. Right, right. All the way to um, really companies that have studied how to keep our pets safe, whether it's uh, safety out on the water um, with dog vests. Uh, that can float to um, even canines that are in rescue. Um, there, there have been crises in the world that have brought about this need for us to have certain kind of boots for rescue dogs to be able to go into areas that are still smoldering because right. of fire and they're looking for people and things like that. Sure, It's really interesting, all the people that I've been able to come in contact with and see how they're really looking at things from a very practical standpoint. Um, and at the end of the day, it still is a form of pet fashion, even though it's like really practical, but not all that glam and glitz that we see a lot of the times on the runway. Right, right. That makes sense. So, I mean, so your book really is could be read by anyone who is interested in, in even like just a dog owner, say, who is looking for something for a practical use of like practical use of, of clothing for their dog or something. It's not I mean, it's not just someone who wants to break into pet fashion is what I'm trying to say. 
Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think anybody that's just interested in the world of pet fashion, I think they would find um, the the artwork and the photography and, and the tidbits of information, I think they would find it interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to read the table of contents. In Pet Trends, and I mean, it has bark with the bigger dogs, perfect fashion. Fashion goes afoul. There you go. I'm right. But with feathers and chicks dig it, guinea pigs of pet fashion, ferret out some fashion. And then there's a chapter on uh, lifestyle trends or that section, then market trends and also micro trends. And that's very interesting. Let's talk a little bit uh, about micro trends um, that has breed specific clothing, uh, Rainbow Bridge Bounty. So, I mean, I just think that this is, it's just a very helpful uh, animal book, basically. that That's the simplified way of looking at it. Does that make sense? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and you brought up the micro trends, like with brief specific clothing, it talks about how um, with so many of the different technologies that we're experiencing now, um, companies can do things more as a customized and on-demand type of thing. And as a pug person mm-hmm. as we know <laughs> yes they, they have a certain stature to them and it's they're hard to dress quite right. frankly like a, my pug fella you know i'll get something off the shelf in the store and it would need to be altered in some way or another because the you know they're brought up top and then their length is a little shorter and things like that so um i those are the types of things that are talked about as trends so that there will be breed-specific items, and with the technologies um, of being able to more customize things in a mass production type of way with machinery and things like that, right. I think we'll be seeing a lot of those types of things in the future. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, especially, I mean, there are dog food companies that have dog-specific, you know, breed-specific, rather, uh, brands you know, um, different types of dog's food according to the breed. So, but I do remember that back way back when with my pug, I remember it, it was difficult to get, you know, a winter sweater or something for her as simple as that, because she did have such a broad chest, but she was little, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. so for you, did this all start like this interest? Cause I know you have, you have a marketing background, but did all of this for you start going pet wise, animal wise from being from having a pug when you were young or from having just loving dogs like how did it all begin it started with my um pug Tootie mm-hmm. um that we rescued when rescue wasn't you know one of those catchphrases or right. a popular word to use right um so that's more decades ago than I'm I'm wanting to say <laughs> <laughs> that's okay being a longtime rescuer is a badge of honor remember that that's how we have to look at it um, so I, you know, I was only like five or six years old at the time and I had never even seen a pug. And, um, I have a, a children's book about her, uh, called lipstick on a pug, but mm-hmm. we rescued her because she basically was a dog that had been bred, had been in a cage most of her life, really never had even barked. I remember the first time she barked and she scared herself and then kind of cowered in the corner because Aww. she thought she was going to be in trouble. Aww. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's. It's so sad, but then you you get to live with them and see them come out of their shell. Sure. That dog, you know, she was my heart. <laughs> yeah. And I would take, um, I wouldn't dress baby dolls and things like that. I would dress her. And um, the reason for the lipstick on the pug thing is I got a hold of my grandmother's lipstick and um, would put lipstick on her and little clippy earrings. And she was just decked out to the nines and I would push her around the, 
neighborhood in a little laundry cart. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> uh, I, I was the weird kid on the block. I'm not going to lie. Or like, okay, weird kid. <laughs> she doesn't play with dolls, but okay. But, yeah, but you rescued a dog. That means you are you are ahead of the trend. You are ahead of the other kids. I look at it that way. You <laughs> so you are a trailblazer. <laughs> Aw. Uh, so yeah, I just and I I've just I had this affection for pugs all my life. I, I can't probably can't count right off the top of my head the number of pugs that we've had, usually from a rescue society, right? and always have, um, you know, dressed them. My dog, Bella, she goes to the racetrack. My son races stock cars, uh-huh. um, and we take, we have even made cars that for her that are replicas of his race cars. Oh, wow. And people hmm. um, are allowed into the pits after the races to come by and get his autograph for a hero card and this and that and the other thing. She got to the point of popularity that we even had hero cards that had both Zachary and her. <laughs> Aw, that's adorable. And people would come into the pits. I mean, she had a tutu that said Zachary Tinkle 53 on it and, <laughs> and the whole the whole nine yards. And so people would come into the pits and ask, um, is Bella here? <laughs> Aw, right. It's like, don't you want to meet me? It's like, no, I want to see Bella. Right. <laughs> I want to see Bella, not you. I'm sorry, even though you raced. <laughs> Well, what, like, I'm the one with the trophy, and you want to see my dog, but, um, you know, he, she's been wonderful for him. You know, whenever he's not having a good day at the racetrack, he goes into the, the car and he sits with her. So, Oh, sure. Anyway, she's, she's just been good for everybody. Aww, that's so, a, yeah. uh, I guess I've, uh, ever since six years old, I've always been kind of plum pug crazy and yeah. uh, dressed them. <laughs> yeah, but, but look at that. It made, you made a career out of it. I mean, that's great. You know, you rescued dogs yeah. and, and you made a career other than being a dog walker or being a dog trainer. You know what I mean? Like you did, a, you made a whole career, but still about dogs in another direction, which I think is, is yeah, pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really I'd cool. To, I'd, I'd love to see a world someday where pet fashion designers have the uh, the status and the income that, you know, regular fashion designers for humans have because for me it did start at that young age and for me it's more about that bond and connection that you can get with your pets right. through pet fashion I felt like it draws me closer to my uh tootie you know right. when I was a kid and things like that and I also think there's a, a great way for rescues to make the pets more endearing yeah. um, people so that they're more apt to rescue them so I think that um it's it's one of those things that when I started looking around, I thought there's got to be an association for people that want to be professionals in pet fashion, and I didn't right. see that, and I just kind of watched it for a number of years, and right, and then decided, hey, I'm going to start it if no one else will. That's good. Has anybody copied you since? Do you think? Not as not as far as I know. I'm more focused on. Uh, I think there are groups out there that. Um, it might be a pet fashion designer and they start things and right, right. And folks will feel like, well, you know, is this person kind of in it for themselves? I am, am not a designer, even though I have the certificate from FIT, I really am not uh, a designer. My focus is to create educational tools and programs and books and things like that to help people uh, really flourish sure. as a fashion designer. Sure. And and also you you have such a wonderful mission because you also come from from the rescue world. 
Um, which as yeah. you, you know, you just said it, n- you're not in it for yourself as, and it's true. Many people and many of the people in uh pet fashion are just in it for themselves. I, you know, I see them in events. Um, but you come from, from the heart, which is, I think it makes a, a world of a difference. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I yeah. Think, I think it does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially, you know, with rescues and then wanting to raise money and things like that. And any rescue can call me up and say, Hey, we're looking for a, an idea to do fundraising and we're thinking about pet fashion and I'm more than happy to spend time with somebody and, um, and help them in any way that I can. Right. And that's that old, you know, my grandmother used to say in Italian, but the translation is if you give someone a dime, you get a dollar back. And that's how I feel about you because the fact that you are even offering that up, you know, like you'll always do well and be successful because it, like I said, it comes from the heart. It's like you're offering help to people. That's that's your dime, and you get back a dollar. If that makes sense, you know. I mean, I, I know. Oh, it's, I, yeah, my mom says it too, but my grandmother used to always say it, and I I really believe that too. Um, uh, it just it's it's sort of like I guess today it's called paying forward, but it's in a different way, I guess. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just love this. So let's talk about. Um, you have another another book coming out. Is another one in the another pet. Uh, fashion, uh, pet boutique, power pack. Is that on the way? Um, that is something, that's a program that I've been working on. Oh, okay. Help, help designers figure out how to get their fashion into pet boutiques. Oh, I see. Um, okay. So that'll be more like an educational um, teaching program. But I am have been working on, um, a, it's actually a set of books, and it's taken a number of years to do. I have a, a person that does art for me mm-hmm. and she is fantastic her name is Florina Boldy and she's basically my um my artist <laughs> oh she's wonderful and so, yeah oh so, yeah she has taken a number of years where we've um done two views of all of the breeds um at least the, the AKC breeds is what we're starting out with uh-huh. and um it's going to be a set of books broken down into the seven different uh categories like the toy group or the herding group and things like that. And I'm writing about every single specific breed and the things that you need to consider if you're designing for that specific breed of dog. Oh, wow. Um, and then the intent is to expand that, you know, into cats and other things like that later. But this is this is going to be, you know, the big enchilada, the very first one, and it's a seven-book set. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was um, going to say, that's going to yeah. take, yeah, because there are a lot of breeds out there, and I feel like, you know, AKC is always adding, you know, you you watch a like a dog show, and it's like, oh, we just added three more breeds. Really? Where did those come from? You know? <laughs> so it's like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So every time I think of getting ahead, I'm getting a little bit behind, but um, that's a book set that um, I've had in the works for a while now. It's completely designed, and it's in the writing and, and the editing phase, and that's the intent is for that to come out. And um, it's it's going to be similar to the pet fashion industry patterns book in that it could literally be a table book, but it, it really does have information in it on if you're designing for a specific breed and things like that. You right. know, like this breed may be broad in the chest because it's a pug or right. short-legged, then that type of thing in it. So um, that's my big book project at the moment. That's excellent. Well, I look forward to that because I, I, you know, I'm definitely, I'm one of those people that has books like that on my coffee table, you know, in my apartment, in my living room of all dog breeds and, you know, 
dogs of wineries and you know so so yes i i will be purchasing that when you when just remember keep me in mind as you're publishing it and you're getting all the work and every time you get tired of it go i know maria's gonna buy the seven books because she needs to put this out so <laughs> i am your audience so i will be i'm waiting for you <laughs> it's true so lauren if somebody wants to purchase they can still buy the pet fashion industry patterns book correct that we're talking about oh absolutely um it's on Mm -hmm. amazon.com as well as any other books that i've uh, published through left paw press okay so they can yeah so like the pet almanac and i think you also had me do a quote in there too and not that that's the reason why anyone should buy it i just Mm -hmm. think they should buy it because it's a great book it's you know it's a great reference the almanac and I just like I said I really do love the pet fashion industry patterns because it's just so colorful and the, the your artist is really amazing um yeah and like I said I I like yeah. the, the little yeah. push pin and it looks like and when you look at it and I know this is going to sound crazy and I I am seeing clearly there are the little push pin facts like I read before about the one in Paris but it looks like there's actually a push pin in the book almost like three dimensional <laughs> like she draws three dimensional which is is really a, like an incredible skill, um, but it, it really adds to the book as well. So I just love it. I'm so happy you talked to me today, and and that you you asked me to put a comment in it as well. So so Lauren Dar, Pet Fashion Industry Patterns. Uh, you can buy it at Amazon.com, and you can see all of Lauren's other books that she has. And and I'm so happy that you you are still doing what you do so well, and and you know from the heart. And with your pug and how it all started and, and you're pushing for rescue and I don't know, you're just, I just keep going, keep doing what you're doing, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for your support and always your willingness to, you know, provide a quote or anything like that and um, offer any feedback. I certainly appreciate it more than you'll know. Oh, absolutely. Always here. Always here. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.